Good evening, everybody. This is Barbara with Cannon Girl Speaks Podcast, and I am um, excited to be here um, to record tonight's podcast. And we're going to continue on with our celebration of Women's History Month. And so um, if, if most of you listened, um, last week we had on the podcast, we had two of our um, young entrepreneurs, our young um, boss ladies, and they got a chance to talk about what they're doing. And so uh, today, tonight, I wanted to bring on um, another, uh, I call her boss lady. She's an entrepreneur and I wanted to bring her on, but she's a little bit older. She's 30. And so she's one of my, she's a millennial. And so we're going to have a um, very good conversation on tonight. And so I'm going to have her introduce herself. Um, I've known her since she was in the belly of her mother. And so her mother is was my best friend in high school. And so I'm going to have her introduce herself. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Arielle Starks. Um, like Barbara said, I'm 30. Um, I was born and raised here. Um, once I graduated high school, I left and went to Sam Houston. Um, after Sam Houston, I came back. I got a job working for um, Res Care, and eventually stayed and stayed and left and got another job working for Harmony here in Corsicana. And then I left Harmony and went to Mosaic and worked my way up the ranks. And so I'm still kind of there now. And actually, we're called Daybreak. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. All right. So the reason why I brought you on because I've been. Um, you know, I've known you since you were a, a toddler, a newborn, and so I wanted to bring you on because I have seen you um, progress in your career. Not only do you do have an actual full-time job, but you also, you also have a YouTube channel. And so I wanted to bring you on, and this, we're going to talk about um, just different aspects of your YouTube channel and why you started your YouTube channel. But um, I wanted to uh, first talk about... Um, you as being Ariel, you know, who is Ariel, you know, and just just so that the listening audience can get a feel of, you know, you being a millennial and um, what what motivates your, your your you as a millennial and your drive and then just being here in our community. So um, tell me a little bit. About, let me tell the audience a little bit more about who Ariel is. Um, I'm an only child. Um. I still watch cartoons at the age of 30. <laughs> I prefer cartoons. Um, I'm a huge sneakerhead. I love shoes. I have over like 80 pair of shoes. Um, and the collection's still growing. Um, I am hum- I have a girlfriend, by the way. So, um, out and proud. Um, like Barbara said, I got a full-time job. <laughs> um, I-, I hang out with my friends. Um... I'm just a normal millennial who's trying to make it. Who, who So when you say normal millennial, what does that mean to be normal? Because I don't believe millennials are normal. Um, We're chasing the bag. And if you don't know what that means, that means we're trying to get this money. Um, That's what it is but all about. But you're trying to get the money by all different aspects. You know, my generation was you get on a job, you earn 40 hours a week, you get your paycheck, you put it in the bank. You know, you work for a retirement, 401k, but you millennials, <laughs> you guys might be here today, gone tomorrow. That's true. Because I'm on a turn. You ghost. Yeah. Y'all will ghost. <laughs> that is true. I'm not going to lie and say that. That, that is true. Uh, but I'm not one of them because I like money too much. Um, I'm, 
I, I got a few friends who will just ghost a job. And I tell them all the time, that's not cool. You, you're burning bridges that you're going to need later on. Um, the grass is greener on the other side. Um, and so now these companies are having to, to cater to you millennials. You know, they're having to have relaxed hours because you guys, you guys <laughs> might get to work on time. You know, 8 o'clock for you, for us, might be 8.20 for y'all. Or nine o'clock for y'all. Yeah, I'm not. I don't get to work by eight o'clock. I don't, y'all. Like she's right on that. I don't get to work by eight. I don't get to work sometimes till ten. Wow. But I will stay and get get my eight hours. It's just it's so hard to get up in the morning. I just <laughs> set I, the alarm clock. I do, but I just have so much going on trying to promote my. Make sure I get my my social media post up. Um, taking care of the dogs. Getting myself ready. It's just so much to do. Um, planning out my day at work. Um, wow. They just kind of let me. I'm going to say for me. They kind of let me make my own schedule because they know I'm going to get the work done. That's what I'm going to say. Not just because they're catering to me. They know that I'm going to get the job done. So, how, so how, are you, how are you relating to the other, you know... Millennials. Millennials and the Gen Zers or whoever, the, uh, the, the other, I mean, how is that to me? How is that um, some, a motivating factor to, you know, so if you're doing it, then how is, so you're going to allow the other, gen, other, you know. No, I mean, it? I can only do it because my job allows me to do it. Yes, okay. I'm going to say that. Okay. If my job were to get more strict and be like, Ariel, I'm going to write you up. If you're not at work by eight o'clock, don't be at work at eight o'clock. But if they're not going to force me, then. I'm not going to be there. Um, now, do I hate staying at work really late? Yeah. So I have to learn my lesson. Of, okay, either I get up and go to work so I can get off by four or five or we'll be there till six or seven. Um, that's just a personal choice. Yeah. Yeah. That so are y'all are y'all like, I got to be off on the holidays. You know, I don't work holidays. You know, I mean, I, you know, how is that? Well, for me, I just recently started getting holidays off because I was a group home supervisor, which means I didn't have days off. I, my phone was always ringing. Um, people not coming to work. I got to go cover the shift. And on holidays, the staff want to be off. So what does that mean? I got to go to work. Um, but now that I have that ability, oh, yeah, I want my holidays off. I want to <laughs> be able to enjoy them and all of that. And, and even now, I can finally get paid for those, those holidays because before, I couldn't. Because I was a salaried employee. So it didn't matter. I wasn't going to get paid to be off for those holidays. But now I can't. So yeah. <laughs> I want it. If if I can get it and it's able in my reach, then I'm going to grasp for it and take it. But if it's not, then all I can do is get what's presented in front of me at that moment until I put myself in a position to get what I want. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's segue into your um, your YouTube. So what made you decide you... So tell us the name of your YouTube channel. Uh, my channel is called The Real With Real. And what is the, what is that what is that mean? consist of? Um, what my channel is right now is a lot of like story times, me sharing stuff that I've been through. Um, definitely videos of me and my puppies, Ziggy and Marley. Yeah, they're, they're, I, I, I choose not to go to uh, her grandmother's house now because she has those humongous dogs. Yeah, my lab. They, they are very, they very extra. They think everybody's their friends. So they make the videos fun. Um, I definitely am segueing now in my YouTube to do a lot of sneaker stuff because I feel like there aren't a lot of female representation as far as the female YouTubers when it comes to sneakers. So that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm actually, I actually put the first episode of that out maybe a couple weeks ago. 
and that series of episode is called caught sneaking um and you want to do you do want to get caught sneaking which is basically if i see you in a nice pair of kicks or some kicks that i like i might ask you about them and put you on the channel all right um so that's kind of that the the build-up of the channel right now of what's going on um i started the channel youtube was something i had always wanted to do like even in high school just fascinated with YouTube and I had kept telling my friends I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it and just never got around to it just always found other things to invest my time in and then I lost some of my eyesight and so I needed a way to to vent to get that out because I I, I don't like writing I can't draw I can't sing <laughs> and if you see my YouTube you know I cannot dance so <laughs> But I am good at, at talking and, mm -hmm. and listening to people and sharing my stories and experiences. And so I was like, you know what? I don't even care if I don't have a camera. I'm so just going to do this. Yeah. That's so right. I got my iPhone. I set it up on this little ring light that I bought from Amazon for like $13. <laughs> and I made my first YouTube. Uh, my best friend Shay helped me. We caught different scenes. She edited it. And then after that, it just kind of took off. And so now I think I'm about to be on my twentieth video. Wow! So it's coming. So it's what is coming. so what is your what is your um, desire? What what do you see yourself in like five years with your YouTube YouTube channel? I'm hoping to be. Because then isn't it about uh, people subscribing? Yes, and the, 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 the overall goal is to get monetized. And when I say monetized, that means that there'll be ads. Um, attached to on my, my on my um on my videos mm -hmm. but then there's also other ways to make money because you really don't make money off of those ads mm -hmm. um you could get sponsorships um i could get a sneaker cleaning company to sponsor me yeah. um they could give me a brand deal for five thousand dollars to be like hey i need you to do five videos with a 15 second spill of my product yeah and or um it's just different ways i just i see it as I want to be, I want to have at least 10,000, 20,000 subscribers by oh, then. Oh, wow. Yeah, I wanted to, because I feel like it can grow and take off if I just keep investing the right energy yeah. and, and learning my craft, because it's, it's so much more to YouTube than just making it's, those videos. Yeah. That's just the beginning. You got to like research and how to <coughs> make your, your SEO, which is search engine optimization. You got to like get trends and make your thumbnails appealing it is so much more yeah. to to do that and you got to do collabs with other youtubers and so it is yeah way, because so that that is like the the end thing now because you can go you can watch you can just people watch and you can see people are just they're not watching tv they're watching youtube yes you know i mean it, be it somebody doing uh uh you know not tricks but they're um you know I, what is it not tricks they're scaring people, whatever. Oh, the jump scares yeah, and, yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're doing, um, you know, yeah. pranks and stuff pranks like that. Pranks and challenges. And, yeah, and, yeah, challenges. And so, to me, that's you know, you can just tell that is the direction that you know our society is going. You know, not so no, not so much as just watching TV. You're just watching a device and you're going through watching, you know, YouTube. YouTubers or music video or whatever. You know, yeah. Song, you know, whatever. So, I mean, I really commend you on um, just taking the jump you know on that and so do you think that is it a challenge being a woman um, entrepreneur you know in today's society um definitely definitely because i i know from experience that a, a a male youtuber will definitely or a male dude will get 
more money for doing the exact same thing I'm doing. Wow. Which is not not fair at all. Gender equality, no way. So, um, yeah, it's definitely hard because you want people to take you serious. Yeah. Especially with me when it comes to shoes because most everybody, when you say sneakerhead, they automatically think you're a guy. <laughs> and so it's kind of like, well, no, I'm a girl, but... I can still rock the same pair of shoes they can. Mm -hmm. um, I just might do it a little different. Yeah. Um, so you just want them to respect your collection and respect what you do. I don't. I don't have too much trouble with that because a lot of people, of course, can't because they're small. Know me as you're gonna see me with a nice pair of shoes on my feet or something like that. But it can be hard once you get out into the the bigger cities to to gain that respect for people to take take me seriously. Like, oh, you're not just a runoff YouTuber who gonna quit after 10 videos. Yeah. Or, nah. Or cheat the system and just get all these subs real quick, but you only got three videos. It's it's so much more than to do it to the right way than to cheat because YouTube will figure it out yeah. and you'll lose your channel. So it's, it's all about choices and what you do to put yourself in that right do to prepare yourself, basically. Yeah. So that's how I see it. So um, we're going to, um, I'm going to segue again. So you mentioned earlier that you had a girlfriend. Yes. And so because I'm, I was your mother's <laughs> high school best friend, <laughs> and I've known you since you were in her, in her womb. So I remember you when you were, you know, little girl, little pigtails and a little dress and all that. Yeah. So um, I started, you know, seeing transition. So I was like, hmm, what's going on with Ariel? <laughs> you know. And so, um, like I said, you told me you had a girlfriend. So tell me when you knew that you. Um, you know. I'm going to say. She, she has given me the okay people to ask yeah. her this question. Okay? <laughs> it's fine. I want to share. Yeah. Um, she wants to share it. She's open. Um, I'm going to say maybe sixth or seventh grade. Mm. I just knew because. I didn't know what it was, but I knew something was different. Because all my friends were like, oh, he cute, Ariel, and I want to go see him, and I want to go on a date with him. And I was like, oh, I just want to go play basketball and play my video game. Yeah, because you was, he was in yeah. sports. Yeah, you know, like I didn't, I didn't, I knew then because I could be, basically, I was the middle person. If my friend liked a guy, I could get them together. Because the guy was my friend, and I could relate to him. Um, I related more to guys anyway because... I didn't play with Barbie dolls. I cared less about makeup. You could have given me a Pokemon card and I'd have been happy. Um, I just knew then something was off, but I didn't know really what it was until I got to college. And I was trying to date a guy and it just was not, not, not good at all. It just, it was weird. <laughs> I didn't like it. It was just, no, like... It, it just it, it just didn't feel right and I that's when I really came to me like oh man yeah but it wasn't as easy as this sounds it, I actually went through a depression because I was like oh no I gotta tell my family what are they gonna say this is not good yeah. um the world hates gay people basically yeah. um and because you come from a very conservative town yes of course mm -hmm. Canada's very close-minded very, very conservative um and that's okay. Yeah, it is. You know, it's fine. Okay. I don't want to. Yeah, own. It, it was just hard to to figure that out. Um, and because you come from a Bible toting, you know, family, yes, you know, yes, it was, was raised, uh, you know, like that. Yes. It was a whole lot of that on the inside mm -hmm. of trying to figure that out. If I'm, is this right? Is it just a phase? What is it? And it wasn't just a phase. 
um, I was depressed. Like, like I said, I spent two, three weeks at UT Southwestern. Oh, wow. I legit checked my own self in, and I'm a psychology major, by the way. So I knew something was wrong with me because it hurt to get up. I didn't want to go to class. I lost interest in everything that was fun. I didn't, I didn't care anymore, and I knew it. So, um, and basically, when I got checked in. My first therapist told me, she was like, oh, you're gay. Just go to the neighborhood. You just need to go to Greenville. Like, you're fine. That's how she was like, just accept it and you'll be okay. And so um, that's what happened. I, I got out. I came home. And I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And I started dressing like more like a guy, I guess. I went, Instead of trying to act like I didn't want to go into the... Because before, I would go to the girl section and then eventually make my way to the guy section. But after that, I was like, screw it. I'm just going to go in and go right to the guy section. I don't care. Um, I did that. And then I started my dreads. Um, so it was a lot. It was a whole big, big thing for me. And this was when I was like 23, 22, 23. Um, it was a lot. I sent this big, huge mass text out to my family like, hey, I'm gay. I like girls. I want to do this. I'm so happy. And then I got my responses were, oh, yeah, we knew you were gay since you were little. We were just waiting on you. <laughs> so it was it was good. It was it was OK. I was really nervous to tell my grandmother because my grandmother is who taught me about the Lord. Mm-hmm. I went to church with my grandma. My grandma got me baptized. <laughs> like um, so it was it was really hard and I didn't know. But surprisingly, she was the most understanding and was like, I would rather have you in our life than to lose you for who you decide to love yeah so it was everybody was real welcoming what about your mom uh my mom not she didn't i don't think she it wasn't in her plan yeah i don't think for me um at first she didn't like it but i think she eventually came around because she saw that like i was legit happy yeah it wasn't a i'm just trying this to see and because it was a fad or I was legit happy. So, um, my dad, yeah. my dad was funny. It was funny <laughs> yeah. because I didn't tell him at first. He used to, he thought one of my, one of my, my girlfriend at the time, he thought we were just friends, but that was my girlfriend. Yeah. And it was one day something happened. We both had car trouble and he was like, see, this is why you need a man. And I was like, you know what? No, dad. I like girls. And I stormed out of the house because it was just so much that I had finally let it out and uh-huh. released it. And he was just kind of like, I don't care. You know, so yeah, um, it was a good reception. Yeah. Better than I, I thought. Um, I was blessed because some of my friends weren't as fortunate to get that same response, response mm-hmm. from their families. Yeah. And it's hard yeah. because all of my friends that I were close to we all have somehow, some way, are either gay or we're bi. Mm-hmm. All of us. So it's just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, like, we can be there for each other and, and help each other through that. Because it's hard to navigate that that world. That's it, a whole nother world out there that you don't even know about. And yeah. your feelings and how to do things. And it's it's fun. It's a journey. I'm going to put it that way. It's a journey. And I'm enjoying the journey. I've learned so much about myself, patience. Love has no true form. Yeah. It's 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 what you make it and it's how you feel. So yeah. Well that's that is that I, I have enjoyed, you know, you you know, talking about that part of your life, you know, and so um is there anything you wanna 
you know, tell the tell tell the listening audience, you know, anything anything to encourage, you know, young people your age, you know, just anything. Um, if you want to do it, do it. Especially if you want to do a YouTube, you want to start a band, you want to draw. You don't have to have all the best equipment. I literally film all of my YouTube on my iPhone. I do all my editing on my iPhone. Um, so you don't have to have all the money in the world to do it. Just do it. And if, if first you fail, don't don't give up. Try again. Because um, nothing nothing easy, nothing that you want is going to come to you. You have to work for it. Um, and I've learned that. Like I've always had to put in a lot of work. But the rewards were worth it. Just because I put in so much work and dedication and time. And don't let people tell you it can't be done surround yourself with positive people that believe in your goal and your vision that'll motivate you um and just keep all negativity out yeah yeah don't don't keep the haters away yeah. just anybody that you know will that's throwing salt on your game or that's just kind of like huh, huh, huh. like you know y'all know what i mean by the people that look like they supporting you but they really not yeah. stay away from them because they just they don't want to see you succeed yeah. they just kind of like uh um but yeah Definitely. So what? So what about? So we're gonna. So what about the our political climate? Are you? Is your age group? Are y'all voting? Because I've had a discussion <laughs> with my boys, my kids, and they just like we're gonna just wait till after another four years because they, you know, they they already have in their mind that our current president is gonna be really be elected. No, so, I so their attitude is we're just gonna wait it out. Nope, I my all my friends will tell you that they fussed about our current president, and I told them it was they fought just as much as it was everybody else. Because you didn't go vote. Yes. Um, I believe in voting. You have to. Because if not, we end up with the situation we're in now. Yeah. So, um, actions speak louder than words. People yeah. saw what happened. We didn't think it was going to happen, but it did. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people to go vote. It's You got the right. People fought for us to have this right to go yeah. do it. So, just go. It takes seconds. Like, yeah. legit. It takes seconds. Your job even let you off to go yeah. vote. Even if you don't know who to, A lot of people are. Yeah, we don't even know who the candidates are. Or, yeah, we don't know this. Dude, you just Google it really fast. <laughs> yeah. Like, even watch the news. Because for millennials, we need the news. We can't watch CNN. Yeah. We need the news in, like, a, a quick three-minute catch grab. Of, yeah. Oh, okay, this is what it is. Okay, good. You know, we just find your own way to do it. Um, And that's, like, why, that's why it's so important for our baby boomers and our older generation to understand that, that you guys... Think differently. Yes. You know, and I know that we sometimes they can be closed minded and they're like, oh, they don't matter. But really, y'all, you, your generation is the driving force behind a lot of things that are changing in our community, I mean, in, changing in society, like social media. I mean, you know, you guys are the driving force behind a lot of that. Yeah. You know, the growth, you know, just growth. Yeah. You know, so that's why, like you said, it's so important to get out and vote. You know, we have November coming up, you know, and so, like you said, you have time to educate yourself. You know, mm-hmm. whoever's on that ballot, you know, find out exactly, you know, what they stand for, what they, you know, you know, what their, um, you know, what their, their, their ideas, you know, their are, ideas yeah. are, you know, you have, you do, you have, you have time, you know. And so I really appreciate you saying that because like I said, your age, you know, your group is kind of iffy, you know. Oh yeah. I know <laughs> a lot of my friends didn't vote and they yeah. were like, you voted? I was like, oh yeah. Then, like see, you had to. So, cause and I when tell you them, say, and when you say. Because some people they had to die. They they don't understand that concept. They don't understand that it's like yeah. it's not even like a thought. Yeah, you know? like so. we had to like I tell them like you gotta go and do it because then you can openly fuss about it. Because yeah. I tell them y'all can't fuss. Yeah, because you didn't vote. Because you didn't vote. Yeah. I can fuss all I want yeah. because I voted. <laughs> don't vote. So. Don't complain. Yeah, you know, don't complain if you're not mm-hmm. gonna try mm-hmm. to do it. So mm-hmm. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm a millennial, but I know I think a little bit different. Just a tag. My mom and them definitely let me know that nothing's handed to you. That's right. Nothing is, is going to be handed to you. So either you work hard for it or you just kind of, you kind of stuck. I will say a lot of people in my generation are complacent. They're entitled. They're entitled. Yeah, They're I can say group. that myself yeah. too. Because sometimes I feel like I shouldn't have to do something. Yeah. But you get over that and you grow up and, and you have to. Because if not, then you realize that you sit back and the world is just passing you by. <laughs> and it's too, you can't do that. You can't do that. It's too much money out here for everybody. And y'all, and y'all, your generation should be getting ready to replace my generation. You know, as far as in, in leadership roles, in our, you know, in leadership roles, if it be down at City Hall, you know, whatever. Y'all, you're, you're the generation that should be, you know, walking right in, you know, right in those positions. Right. It's we so just can't hard. Get, we just can't get y'all to be motivated to do that. Right. Because they, you know? they, they don't it, they don't understand it. And to them, it's like, well, you I'm think, not going to make it anyway. Yeah. Because... But, but but you think some of them didn't, didn't think that when the same had, had the same thought process, they just said, you know, some of them didn't have any idea about what it took to be that particular position. Right. You know, they just did it. Right. Then you lo- they learned along the way. You they know? like quick results. Yeah. Let me tell you that. My generation loves quick instant, results. Instant, instant, instant gratification. gratification. If I don't get it, it's not working. Yeah. Um, But it don't work that way. Yeah. Um, And so they just get, I don't know. Like I said, they just, they would rather not because you said in the beginning, everything was kind of handed to us. Yeah. Kind of, our parents kind of shielded us and yeah. did stuff so we didn't understand. We got these rose-colored glasses all the time that, oh, it'll get better. Oh, you'll do this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, it doesn't. It, that's not how it is. Yeah. And it, that grow up moment hits you real tough. Yeah. And then you grow up and you get it. Um, but everybody grows up different. Yeah. Everybody situations are different, especially with, with my mom losing her eyesight when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Definitely forced me to step up and do more i had to grow up a little bit faster Mm -hmm. and learn how to do things because i had to help her Mm -hmm. um so my mindset was different but yeah if people if they want to do it they'll do it but like you say they'll ghost jobs just because it's boring i don't like it i don't like it yeah we learned the term is ghosting that the the millennial generation (laughs) they like they will ghost on you so they may be on your job today and then tomorrow they may not be that be back so anyway but I'm going to give you an opportunity to do your shout out to anybody out there in the, in the listening audience because I always give my guests an uh, opportunity to shout out. So we're going to give you an opportunity to shout out. Uh-oh. And I want to say I appreciate you coming on and being on uh, uh, this week's uh, Cannon Girl Speaks podcast because well, we are recognizing our women uh, for the month of March. I thank you for having me on. Um, shout out to my granny, um, <laughs> all my best friends who have helped with the social media thing. Um, my girlfriend, definitely Kim. Um, yeah, your mama. Mom, mom. Sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> definitely my mom because she's definitely been a great support, um, encouraging. Even my mom is blind and she still watches my videos, guys. Yeah. So yes, um, you can still like and subscribe yeah. and all of that. Um, so yeah. So you told me where to find you. Tell me you name the name of your. Uh... Oh, once again, the name of my channel is the Real with Real. That's T H A, Real with Real R E L. Um, if you want to find me on IG, it's the real with real. Um, Facebook is the real with real, and Twitter is the real with real. So um, definitely follow me. You'll know if it's the right, the right Instagram or social media because you'll see a bunch of shoes and two <laughs> white labs. So, uh, but yeah. All right, man. So I really appreciate you coming on. 
And I wish you success on your YouTube channel and all your other social media channels. Yes. And so with that being said, I want to uh, wish everybody a good night. And thank you for listening to Can I Girl Speak Podcast. Good night. Good night. Can I Girl Speaks Podcast is recorded at Shred Shed Studio. Shred Shed Studio, where you get big city production at small town prices. Recording, mixing, mastering, guitar instruction, production, and songwriting. Find out more at shredshedstudio.com or email your inquiries to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at shredshedstudio.com, the premier music studio in Corsicana, Texas.